I've only spoken to one person about it, um, who was a Canadian podcaster. And she, the first question she asked me was, what are dungarees? Like, what are they? <laughs> so it turns out I have written a song with the, the title being something that does not translate internationally. <laughs> um, she was like, oh, you mean overalls? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> And welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and joining me today is a return guest. Um, Alice is a musician, singer-songwriter, podcaster, and um, she was my first guest in my uh, fifth anniversary, September. And so Alice was nice enough to join me again. Welcome back to the show, Alice. Thank you so much for having me. It's so crazy to me that you've done that many, like you've been doing the podcast for that long. Because to me, I've, I think mine's about a year old now. I think it was the anniversary a couple of months ago. And for you to be doing it that long is just insane to me. Because you you just throw out so many episodes as well. I do like mini series and yeah. you're just like constantly churning them out. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes I wonder. Um, I was just sitting here <laughs> thinking about that. Um, I have, um, you know, I was lucky enough for the anniversary uh, Backstreet's uh, magazine, the website that is one of the most uh, prestigious Springsteen websites, they did an article on the podcast. Oh, amazing. And, yeah, which was really nice. I was very, very pleased. Um, but, you know, in there I said, yeah, I'm always worried about running out of guests. And so, <laughs> like, you know, six or seven people emailed, oh, I want to join, I want to join. So I Brilliant. actually, I technically have guests booked like to the second week of December, so which is Amazing. exciting. So yeah, that's that's partly it. Um, so well, good. Well, how have you been doing? I've been doing all right. Obviously, I don't know if you we should mention the c word or not. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but that's but kind it's of it's part of everyone's it. life. We have to. It is a part of everyone's lives. I feel like um, when I'm trying to like consume content, either podcasts or like episodes of things at the moment, whatever it is. I'm sort of like, I'm going there to escape, like escape yeah. from it all. So I hate kind of bringing it up for people. Um, but that's obviously thrown a spanner in the works for most people, including myself. Um, but it has meant I've had a lot more time at home to do more kind of music stuff. But I've not been going out and playing gigs, which is a shame. So a real mix effect, obviously a very negative thing, but it has had some. Per- I suppose you, in a negative thing, you try and take as many positive things as you can from it. Um, but that doesn't make it any less bad <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of like the spirit of you know getting limits and making lemonade but uh mm. the reality is um you know I, I we talked about last time that um or at least i think we did that 
um, Bruce Springsteen has been doing radio shows for E Street Radio, the Sirius XM, and they've just recently, over the last month, become available in the UK. Um, and, you know, like every two to three weeks, he's doing a gig where he doesn't play live music. He just is actually a DJ. He tells stories and plays songs. And okay, okay. But he talked about he's missing performing. Yeah. Yeah. It's Yeah. I didn't realize how much I loved it until... Oh, that's such a cheesy thing to say, isn't it? But I didn't realize how much I sort of relied on it until it until I couldn't do it anymore. And although some things have started up again now, it's kind of like I don't want to encourage people to go out. I just I don't feel like it's safe yet. I know people right. have different views on it all, but I still don't feel safe going out and playing. But it's just one of those things where, yeah, you miss it. Like it's all very well me kind of like sat playing by myself, recording some stuff. But yeah, although some some musicians have just been flat like things have been flying out haven't they of all this stuff so like bruce has his new did that come out last it week did. it we, came out on yeah. friday yeah right i feel like all your fans are like of course it came out last week no 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 that's easy <laughs> to at least track um, um time yeah time is crazy. <clears throat> and like taylor swift just brought out this like huge album and just so many musicians are just like going oh yeah i released this whole thing of work during this lockdown and i was like yeah i've got one song i have one song <laughs> I achieved that at least. Hey, that's that's nice. Um, yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Uh, I'm excited about your new single. You sent me a link, and so I got to listen to it, and uh, it's fun. So we're gonna visit with that. Um, yeah, I, I just I think there's so many of us. Um, you know, especially I'll, I'll talk to people via Twitter and on the show, and they'll talk about how much they're missing live music. Yeah. How's it affected you? Yeah, it has. It is um, you just going out and getting to hear even a local band, you yeah. know, or, or someone just enjoy. You you haven't gotten that, and also not even the 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 hope of that. I was, um, you know, in the interviews, Bruce is saying that he and the E Street Band, and what's what's interesting is they. Uh, they documented the making of the album. And so it's about an hour and a half film that's on Apple uh, TV. And they're all talking about touring because this was, they recorded it right. last Don't fall. Like, yeah, like in right. 2019, like in October or something is when they recorded the album. Right. And they were talking about, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll spend four nights in Italy and oh, we love Italy. Oh, and they were talking God. about all these bands. And now then, you know, you, you, he thinks that 2021, 2022 will be the earliest he think can see him massing a, yeah. a world tour. And that's a long time away. It is crazy. I went to a, um, a gig uh, about two weeks before the UK went in. Was it a week before? Yeah, because yeah, I had my EP launch yeah. two days before. No, two days before it was announced we were going into lockdown. Right. <laughs> so I had this gig and I'm so glad that kind of like slipped through it. But um, a few weeks before I went on this band called Oh Wonders, they were doing a tour. I went to one of their nights. I think it was the first night or maybe the second. Um, I bought a tip tour t-shirt, obviously with all the dates on the back. Yeah. Um, and I might as well cross out all the ones like at the bottom of that t-shirt. They just, <laughs> yeah. like, it's so weird to how, how quickly things got canceled and how quickly it all changed. But yeah, you do miss it, don't you? Like, like you say, no matter how big it is, like a huge gig or a small gig, it's kind of just people getting together and listening to music is just like such an amazing thing. You know, Jason Isbell, the Americana artist, had released an album, too. And 
he was on a podcast and he was talking about that they were asking, you know, and he said, you know, financially he's doing okay, but mm-hmm. he just he misses the audience. He misses that interaction. He misses that joy of making music and hearing the feedback from the people and the love and 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 it's you know it it's a cliche right but you know it the old thing right if a tree falls in the forest and no one there to hear it did it does it make a sound right well if you if you put out new music and no one can hear it it, is it there yeah it's a really good point i mean i'm kind of in the opposite position where most of my music that i make from most of the money that i make from music comes from live gigs Right. Um, so like venues paying me or doing ticketed gigs or however it is we do it. Um, so that's where I get most of my income from my music. Um, Absolutely. So I'm kind of in the opposite position where my income just disappeared from my music <laughs> overnight. So now everything I'm putting out, so this single, anything else that I'm planning for next year, sneak, sneaky, sneaky little yeah. promo for that next year. But <laughs> well, all that I'm now doing sort of out of pocket because yeah. normally the gigs that I was doing would offset that. So it's kind of. It's a really crazy time for a lot of people, and I don't know what it's like over there, but for like financial support over here, there's not a lot for the creative industries at all. <laughs> no, um, in fact, I think we talked about this last time, and if, and I know I've talked about it in the podcast before. You know, one of my best friends is a guy named Tom Zoller, who is an artist, and um, he would, um, he's he's done his own comics, and he's done you know, written My Little Pony stories for the comics. And, I think, I think yeah. you definitely mentioned him. Really. Yeah, and, and, you know, he's, you know, 50% of his income was going to comic conventions, meeting the oh. fans, doing sketches, selling his books, and now then you can't. And they've tried yeah. to do online conventions where, you know, they'll set it up for a weekend and they'll have online panels and, you know, we're guests where they'll Zoom and they'll do things. But it's not the same thing as someone walking mm. through. And, um, you know, I've talked to a couple other musicians during this thing, right? And, um, you know, part of it is you you do your show. Yeah. And it, afterwards, you, you've got a table set up and you've got your your CDs and you're yeah. meeting with people. <laughs> and they're, they're giving you the, you know, the 10 to 20 bucks and or whatever it, you know whatever pounds and yeah. and you know okay i got enough that i i bought a tank of gas and i've got yeah. enough to you know oh i've got i got a fourth of my rent because of tonight you know and right. and with that not being there is not the same i think it's just been really difficult for a lot of people i'm i'm quite lucky in that i have you know i've got my my day job and right. all that kind of stuff which i can lean back on and then that just pays for my music now as a hobby instead of it being kind of right. a job but yeah it's just a weird situation for a lot of people and i have a lot of friends who are full-time musicians and like you say your friend who's an artist and it's yeah there's just a lot of people who are kind of oh, i feel like we're getting really dark and depressing at the beginning of this episode well we're gonna <laughs> move on we're gonna move on yes it is and i and i and um and um not to get too political but i i just don't know at times if if we have a plan especially here in the u.s and so yeah. we're in the middle of an election which is um also yeah. very scary a very yeah. you know difficult time so um and that's why Wait, so, just to interrupt you we yeah. watched a netflix because your your voting system makes absolutely no sense to me um <laughs> and so we watched this netflix series which explained it all and like all the is it the co- college stuff and all that yeah, it was like going, college this yeah is, this is chaos. Like you have to register every time you have to do this. Like yeah. it all seems to not be proportional. And it's just, 
just madness to me. It, it, but... it, it, it really is crazy. Um, of course, we have the same thing. Like, what do you mean you can just disband the government and call for an election <laughs> anytime? Like, no. Like, you know, an election happens every four years. And, and uh, you know, it's kind of funny. So Yeah, uh, and then our prime minister isn't normally a celebrity. They're someone who's kind of, it's through the party. You like elect a party and then the, the people that get the most seats from that party, they have a leader and that person just happens to then be our prime minister. Um, so like, it seems really weird that like, you just choose, you choose the person that just seems so bizarre. Yeah, I know. It's very strange. <laughs> I, um, and, and, you know, what's sad to say, Alice is, uh, most of my knowledge of your, um, election is probably reading, um, you know, just, um, different like Jeffrey Archer novels or something, you know, like, <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and yeah. understanding all that. So, uh, that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, um, it's just different, isn't it? Like, I don't, I don't is. know which is better. They both have pros and cons and it just seems, but yeah, it just seems really odd when you, cause I think we get a very skewed view of what's happening over there and I'm sure you get kind of a, a different view of what's happening over here. And it yeah. just seems, I don't know the wall's so big, but also it's getting smaller and it's just really weird to think about. It is. So good luck with whatever happens. <laughs> Absolutely. But I think what's important is as it is a dark in time, um, I think that makes music even more important. And, yeah, and I think art is more important. So um, let's talk about. So um, your new single is uh, Dungarees, correct? Yes. yes. And um, I, I, you were nice enough to send me a, a link and I've listened to it multiple times. And okay. the idea of a and this is my interpretation and as we oh, talked about I'm excited, so, right, I'm so excited right, to hear what you think yeah <laughs> the idea that a relationship feels like a a well-worn pair of khakis or dungarees right that that you know or you could say you know your pair of jeans that you love like you know you you fit something that's so comfortable that's so comforting um the idea that imagery of a, of a relationship was really beautiful to me well thank you oh that's great because I've I've only spoken to one person about it um who was a Canadian podcaster and she the first question she asked me was what are dungarees like oh. what are they <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out I have written a song with the the title being something that does not translate internationally <laughs> um she was like oh you mean overalls and I was like oh yeah <laughs> um but yeah so it's, it kind of came to me there was it was just a moment when um Fergus my fiance came home from work and the dog sort of jumped up at him and he just sort of like smiled and rolled her over and rubbed her tummy and it just that moment I was sort of like he didn't want a dog and he's kind of fallen in love with her it's okay <laughs> um but he'd fallen so in love with her and I was like this is just so like comfortable and not in like a a boring way where kind of every day is the same because that's the kind of stuff that I've been struggling with sort of in my last EP that yeah. <laughs> we spoke about um where it's kind of like oh, every day is the same what's happening here but it's kind of actually I'm okay with every day being the same and I'd read this book um about sort of unstable relationships and in it they'd said something like I don't want to be swept off my feet I want to feel steady um and so I turned that into a line in the song which is um, I don't want to be swept away. I want to feel the ground beneath my feet. Um, so, yeah, I, I like it. I think it's it kind of sums up how comfortable a relationship is, which I think is nice. I feel like there's a lot of songs out there which are, you know, the beginning of a relationship or the end of a relationship. And there are, don't get me wrong, there are lots of songs about how great it is to be in love with someone and all that kind of stuff. Sure. But 
I kind of wanted to write something about, like you say, that sort of very comfortable feeling in a relationship. Well, you know, one of the things that, um, and I've, I've told this story multiple times, but in 2012, so, you know, gosh, eight years now, but um, my wife, yeah, <laughs> my wife and I went on our first vacation together that without the boy, you know, without another couple, just her and I. And we're in the car, and we very quickly realized that after, at the time, about 28 years of marriage, and now we're 35, you well, know. Congratulations. We, thank you. We're, <laughs> we're comfortable not talking to each other. Yeah. Right. There, You could just be in the car and listening to music, and you, you don't need to force conversation. You don't need yeah. to, you know. And then sometimes, other times, like on a long car trip, you know, we'll talk the whole time and we'll just yeah. share other things. But other times there is just that comfort of yeah. I, I don't need to say anything. You don't need to say anything. We're just together and that's enough. Yeah. And I think there's just something so romantic about that. And not in the sense of, you know, a thousand red roses and serenading <laughs> each other, but just yeah. something so, I don't know, just something so beautiful in that. Because I know for a lot of people, that's just what they want, right? They want someone who can they just sit they can just sit in silence with or you know I'll, I'll sit and read and Fergus will be there on the PlayStation and yeah <laughs> and it's just it's just comfortable like we can you can be independent and also together um yeah and like you say sometimes you'll talk for hours and sometimes you'll just sit in silence and I just think that's really nice yeah and I think one of the things that you know true romance is um getting up this morning to do a podcast and uh you know and I I got a, um, I filled a glass full of ice. I grabbed a bottle of water and a uh, soda, and brought it to her bed nightstand. And I, and she's like, "Oh, good morning." I'm like, "Yeah." So, like, so I'm going to be on a couple podcasts this morning. wasn't sure what you wanted to drink this morning. You know, I'll let you know after the podcast. You know, and she's oh, like, "Oh, that. thanks." So, because she has not been feeling well, oh, and uh, no, just the minor, you know, stuff. So, it. Those are the small things that mean a lot. But yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, she's just not feeling well, and you were like, "Oh, you know, I'll take this without just without being asked," because you just kind of that partnership where you just look yes. after each other without having to ask to be looked after. I just think it's such a, it's just so. Oh, you know, I just love talking about this. It's just so lovely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just so, so nice. why, why the illusion of a of a dungaree, like instead yeah. of jeans or comfortable shoes yeah. or you know, a, you know, a favorite T-shirt. What what gave you the thought of the dungarees? And by the way, I did know what those were, well, you then. know. So, yeah. Um, now, I tend to think of them as khakis. I didn't think of them as overalls, but I, I understood the illusion. So yeah. why, why dungarees? I think, I, well, I owed many pairs of dungarees. Okay. <laughs> I think for ages I used to wear, like, skinny jeans and, like, you know, uncomfortable clothing that looked good. Yes. Um, and then I sort of just I found this brand of dungarees. Um, this song isn't sponsored by them, by the way, but I found this brand of dungarees which right. I fell in love with. Um, and I own so many pairs of them now and I do wear them like every day. Ironically, again, not wearing them today. Yes. I know that won't translate into audio, but you can see I'm just wearing a T-shirt and trousers. Uh, <laughs> but I do wear them most days because they're comfortable, but also they suit. Well, I think they suit me. And I don't know. You find I feel like as you grow up, 
And I'm saying this, you know, as a 24 year old, I realise I have a lot more growing up to do. Um, But as you grow up, I think you get a lot more. Oh, this is going to sound so cheesy, but you sort of find yourself, you grow into yourself a little bit and you stop trying to like pretend to be someone you're not. And you're like, actually, I like wearing these dungarees. I have them in about four different colours, but I'll just wear them on rotation. Sure. <laughs> and that's kind of what I wear every day. Um, And so like the hook of the song is I'll wear your smile every day like a pair of dungarees. Um, Because my partner, as cheesy as it sounds, he does make me smile every day, even when I don't want to. He'll make me laugh. <laughs> um, And yeah, I just don't know. I think it's just because I wear them every day. It's kind of part of, obviously, this is quite extreme, but they are part of kind of who I am now because I wear them so often. Sure. Um, and I think, like you were saying before, you get to a point in a relationship where it's just kind of part of who you are. Like, it doesn't take away any of your identity, but you're just kind of comfortable with being in a partnership. Um, so I was kind of, it's kind of a bit of a joke. Like, I'm as comfortable in my relationship as I am in my dungarees. <laughs> um but I don't know, I, I thought it worked. And I'm glad when you say said your initial thoughts, I was like, yeah, someone got it. Like, that oh, makes that's sense. that's great. <laughs> so you, you come up with the idea, and um, so let's talk about the process of recording it. How, um, you know, you, you came up with, you know, the lyrics and then the music. So talk to me about the recording process. Well, normally I would go to my friend Kaylin, who's my producer's house, because he used to live around the corner from me. Um, and then a few months ago, almost a year ago now he moved like down to the other end of the country um so quite a quite a way away from us now <laughs> probably i suppose if we were in america it would be very close because it's maybe like a five-hour drive which for you guys is nothing but for us that's the other end of the country <laughs> um so he moved down there and we were kind of going oh, how are we going to do this like how are we going to record um and then lockdown happened so we're like okay so even the option of me coming to visit is now gone um, so a combination of both of those things. I had to record all my vocals myself <laughs> um, and I don't have any professional recording equipment. I have a USB microphone um, and I have GarageBand, which comes with a Mac. <laughs> so I don't have any sort of like professional stuff. So I was sat here at this desk that's up, that I'm sat at now with like a woolen blanket over my head between me <laughs> and the mic, um, kind of making that miniature sound booth. And it was really weird to record it myself. Um but it was good because it meant I could do like a thousand takes of like one line and get it right without kind of feeling embarrassed that someone was watching me get a thousand takes before I get it right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, there is that um, where you can, oh, nope, I didn't like that. You know, pl- then you record it and listen <laughs> back. Oh, OK, I liked a little bit of that. So that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. And it was and it was it, I don't know. It was just different, I guess. I think I was going to have to record my own stuff sort of obviously not produce it but like record my vocals myself anyway because he'd moved away um but then lockdown really enforced that for us (laughs) um so yeah it was really different this time because previously I'd go over um I'd like send him sort of a voice note of me just playing it on my guitar ukulele and singing it he'd make some sort of backing thing I'd come over and do vocals and then he'd make it kind of a full song um but this time there's been a lot more back and forth because we've been able to do it sort of out he'll go oh can you just record this harmony and I'll be like oh yeah I can do that um so yeah it's, it's been different but I don't know I've kind of enjoyed it I've had to learn a lot yeah on how to record <laughs> but it's been good did um how how did you guys do the instrumental the the oh. the orchestra and the you know the backing um you know music yeah so that's all Kalen that's all his m- amazing magical production skills mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah he's phenomenal so he'll come to me with like sort of 
the instrumental bit and go, what do you think of this? And then I give him very vague comments back, which I think make a lot of sense, but somehow he translates into actual musical jargon. Um, so we're hoping to turn Dungarees the single into an EP or okay. maybe a short short album. Definitely an EP, maybe a short album next year. Um, and so we're working on the track Dungarees 2 at the moment. And he okay. sent me a, a demo of it a few days ago. And I was like, hmm, that's a bit like sad Parisian. Can we go for like melancholy walking around Paris? And he was like, yes, I can try and do that. And he sends it back to me. And he'd somehow he turned my, oh, make it more melancholy and less sad. He turned that into what I actually had in my head. And so he's amazing at taking my crazy ideas and actually turning them into music. <laughs> he speaks Alice. Yeah, he does, <laughs> which is a, a very unique language a lot of people struggle to understand. <laughs> but no, he does really well for that. So yeah, he does all the instrumental stuff. Um, I know a lot of people have like live bands that'll come and do sessions and sure. that kind of stuff, which I've done in the past. Like my first few EPs were sort of a band with all my friends in who used to come and do a different thing. Right. But he's so talented. He does all of it. He records himself and then sort of mixes it all together. Yeah. It's I feel like this is just now me fangirling about him. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's really interesting that because um, you know it's a true partnership, right? That yeah. he's, you know, you're you take the vocal and then you guys, you know, you're helping to produce it by you know what mood you want to create with the song, and so by sharing him, he's able to okay, well, let me sweeten this, let me try this. So that's yeah. that's an interesting, uh, I think, a very productive partnership. Yeah, it works really well. And I've worked in the past, like I say, where I go into a studio with like my band and I worked with a guy called Mick. He was great at sort of mixing it, but there was no kind of like production. And I think sure. that's the difference. So okay. like from my album onwards, you can see like, ah, oh, their production and then the stuff that I released before that, it was kind of just music. I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird one, but I kind of, I love, since I've been working with the producer, I now, when I listen to other music, I now go, oh, that's, oh, they've done this. Oh, what have they done here? How have yeah. they made that sound? I just think it's really interesting. I've got kind of more into that, um, especially in lockdown. Like you say, I think everyone's been listening to more. <laughs> I think so too. So, so what's, uh, so when will the public get to hear this and what is your plan? You know, I always, I've asked this multiple times. I've, I've been lucky enough to have several musicians join me and promoting new albums. Like, you know, um, in fact, I just had, a guy that lives here in Texas, you know, had a new album that fall, the, he said he didn't want to compete against a uh, Bruce. So he released his the Friday before Bruce released his <laughs> and you're releasing yours after. It's like, Oh, like, I don't want to, I don't want to make things hard for you, Bruce. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do oh, this yeah, differently. Yeah. Um, you know, and, I'm sure, you know, my, a very small independent musician is going to really, you know, yes, yeah. knock down his sales, isn't it? Really? <laughs> yes. So how do you promote a song? Or an EP when you can't go out in front of the people? That is the question. And if you have any suggestions, I'm... I don't know. I've been sending it out to reviewers, as as you would, I suppose, in normal situations, doing podcasts, like with your lovely self, um, with a couple of other people. But yeah, so there's lots of different ways of, of promoting and it's figuring out. And then as well, I'm considering doing an online gig and see how that goes. Okay. But I'm also not sure how to do live streaming, so it might be a pre-recorded gig, which I sure. then make available at a certain time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be difficult, like you say, because um, yeah, you can't actually go out and do it. But other people have done it, so 
why not? Yeah, no, I think so. And, and I'll certainly, I'm going to do my share to promote it and, and let it know. And I, I do think it's going to be wonderful. So when will this be out officially? Oh, I'm so bad at this. You did ask that and I didn't answer. That's okay. Um, it comes out on the 2nd of November. Okay. Um, I think it's midnight wherever you are in the world. Okay. So. But yeah, it's exciting. Uh, I'm really excited because it's kind of different to a lot of my other stuff. Um, yes, it's very so. lush. It is. Um, it has. I, I. It is. It is more than just you and your lovely voice on a guitar. I mean, there is a there is a lush instrumental background, which I think is really lovely. Um, you know, I, I it 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 feels. This is going to come out wrong, Alice, but it feels it, it's a grown up single, right? Like this is not just you. And, and by the way, I'm a big fan of singer songwriters, you know, telling their story, singing. But I, I love the production of this and I love the, the fullness of the sound. Yeah, I think, yeah, Kaylin did an amazing job because I sort of came to him with this. I think the voice note that I sent to him initially was just like ukulele and me singing. <laughs> Um, you do then, love your ukulele. I do love the ukulele just because it's so easy to play. Like, I don't love the sound of it, but it's, you know, it's easy. Yes. <laughs> so I go with the lazy option. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, he went from that and then lots of back and forth and writing far too many harmonies. And it was so interesting because I was recording it all at home. Um, um, Fergus, like, sits downstairs looking after the dog, keeping her quiet while I come upstairs and record things. And he was hearing me do all those weird things that you do in the background, just random bursts of high notes yeah. and stuff that then turn into this sort of, like, really layered, wonderful production thing that Kaylin does. <laughs> but Fergus was just listening to me making, like, a very high-pitched beep with my voice again and again and again. <laughs> so I'm going, how does, how does that turn into yeah. this music? That's amazing. <laughs> really sort of magical what ha- what he does with it all um I'm, I'm really pleased with the production on it, which I think I can say because I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you should be proud of the signal. Today, it's available, Alice. Where do it they is. go to hear it? So it's available today at midnight, so anywhere in the world. And it's available on Spotify, iTunes, all all good streaming services. <laughs> okay.
and uh, and once again, it's uh, Dungarees. Alice Ashcroft. That's me. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, follow me on Spotify for any any sneaky releases I put out in the future. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. I hope that people listen to it, and I hope they love it and share it and add it to playlists and things like that. Because especially because I can't go out and promote it. Right. Um, the more people that share it, the the better it is, really. So if you would, if you enjoy it, please do share it with your with so, your friends, your family, your dog, whoever. <laughs> yeah. How's the best way for them to give you feedback if they do like it? How? What's the best way for them to tell you? Well, please feel free to get in touch if you don't like it and let me know what you think and why you don't like yes, it. Yes, <laughs> that goes without um, saying. Yes, but, <laughs> but but if you do like it, I would especially like to hear from absolutely. you. Absolutely. Um, Twitter or Instagram. I'm the music of Alice on all social media except Facebook because I can't figure out how to change my username. Okay. Um, where I'm Alice Ashcroft Music. Okay. Um, but yeah, the music of Alice on most social media. But yeah, let me know what you think of it. Um, ah, yeah, I should probably come up with a hashtag or something like hashtag dungarees. Well, that, that's probably used everywhere. <laughs> yes. But if you think of it, let me know and I'll, yeah, I'll include that. I'll let you know. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So you talked about you'd love to make this into an EP or maybe an mm. album. Uh, and you're already working on Dungarees 2, so yeah. uh, which is exciting. I assume that's not really the title. That is oh, <laughs> really. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going sort of really sort of progressive rock and coming out with a part two to a song. Um, yeah, so Dungarees one, like Dungarees one, just Dungarees, like we yes. just kind of all about like being comfortable and finding your home and your place and your partner and all that kind of stuff. And then Dungarees two, um, it starts by kind of going. Maybe we should just run away. I'll wrap it warm in my jumper, in your jumper and my dungarees, and we'll just travel the world. Why not? Why are we staying here? Let's just go and do it while we yeah. can. Um, we got to so get out while we're young. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's kind of a, a twist on the first one, but still kind of feeling like, I don't know, it's kind of going, yes, I'm comfortable and I'm really happy to be here. But I'm also kind of curious as to what would happen if we kind of threw ourselves out of that comfort zone. We can do it together. Let's just go and do it. Oh, nice. Um, so yeah, it is actually called Dungarees. <laughs> That's good. But there's going to be lots of other songs on there not called Dungarees. So so we can expect trainers, you know. Yeah, uh, I'm going to, you know, yeah. Yeah. I'll go for a uh, You know, baseball cap, uh, you know. Uh, I'm trying to think because uh, they're right. Um, it's funny, right, because uh, David Tennant from Doctor Who was talking about, you know, he, he – he often wore tennis shoes, what we would call them, or sneakers, you know, and he called them trainers. And it was like, you know, so once again, um, you know, two countries separated by a, you know, not necessarily the same language sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Both speak English, but not really. His podcast is amazing, though. David Tennant's podcast. Have you been listening to that? Yes, I have. So good. I listened to the one with um, Billy Piper the other day. Yeah. I could, that, he was kind of the Doctor Who that I grew up with. So I obviously there was Christopher Eccleston, a good Northern lad, you know. Yes. I represent those Northerners like myself. But uh, <laughs> he, yeah, there was him and then David Tennant. So he's kind of the Doctor I grew up with. So listening to that podcast now and especially listening to him talk to Billy Piper about how it, like, what they felt like it now. And they were talking about how people come up to them going, I watched you when he, like, when I was little. I was named Rose after you. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, you're a whole person. That's not okay. Yes. Yeah, that's funny. I know she said, mentioned that she would love to have Rose interact with uh, Jody, you know, the new doctor, which I think oh, would be lovely. Good. That would be just great. That would be brilliant. I, lo I love Jodie Whittaker as the doctor. I think she's just brilliant at it. I do too. And I, and I really, 
I, I try not to get grumpy, but I think I think too many people are giving her a hard time because it's different. I, I look at the role and and I see previous doctors in her role. I mean, and, and I mean that in a good way, right? Like, yeah. I, you know, she as the doctor, you're supposed to do that. Like, um, I, I do a Doctor Who podcast and um, and we'll, well get me on that. I need. I would love to talk about Doctor Who for hours. <laughs> all right, we will. I will make that happen. Absolutely. Um, but like, we'll watch a Patrick Trotton episode and then you'll see a Matt Smith episode and you Matt Smith has said that he he tried to base a lot of his doctor on Patrick Tratton's doctor and role and so yeah I, I would love to do that yeah absolutely uh, we'll we'll work through that out and we'll we'll do nothing but talk about the doctor that would be wonderful yeah. uh that would be absolutely great so um yeah we're um you know we're supposed to get a holiday special and so yeah. and then you know we've, we've got to wait a long time i um yeah. I, I hope it's christmas day i know it won't be but i just no. i loved so many years that they had it yeah. christmas day and it, was, it was sort of tradition wasn't it, it was it, like you know you'd have you'd have your lunch or we'd then watch the queen's speech in the afternoon which i'm assuming you don't yeah and then <laughs> and then we'd sit down and watch doctor who with our turkey sandwiches in the evening and now no, we don't get that anymore. <laughs> you know, we we didn't have the Queen's speech, so I I know my <laughs> wife would love that. Um, but it was it would you know you you get you know your your you know the whatever present you're exchanging in the morning, and you have a big Christmas yeah. meal, and then the yeah. family's gone home, and you know, and then just kind of like at the night. It was kind of a last-minute gift. It was like, oh, we, yeah. we've, there's one little thing left under the tree. There's one thing left in the yeah. stocking, and just to have that. So yeah. um, When you've fallen exhausted and you're like, I can't eat another thing, and yet you still manage to eat more. Yes. Um, yeah, and then Doctor Who comes on. It was just, yeah, I've got so much nostalgia associated with that because that's like my entire childhood. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and and so, yeah, I absolutely will. We will make this happen. All right. Uh, what else should we have covered, Alice? This has been lovely. Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think we've covered everything. We've talked about the single, we've talked about yep. Doctor Who. We've talked about the pandemic as much yes. as we didn't want. Yes. I think we've covered a vast range of topics. <laughs> absolutely. Well, that is great. I appreciate it. So Dungarees today, November 2nd. Yeah. Uh, on everywhere where you can get music. Uh, we want to download it, stream it, and then please, via Instagram, via Twitter, um, go to your website and leave comments. We want to yeah. hear what people think of the song. I would absolutely love that. I just love talking about music, and egotistically, I love talking about my own music as well. So let me know what you think. <laughs> yeah, so when is the new season of your podcast? That is a great question. <laughs> I actually should probably talk to you about this on how I can make my podcast not make a loss. That's my current issue. Yeah. Um, but I would love to do another series. I've had people get in touch and publishers get in touch saying, can you interview this author and all that kind of stuff? And my immediate answer is, yes, I would love to do that. Um, but I, it's currently making a loss. So I need to figure out how to make some money or at least break even. And yeah. then hopefully we will have another series of the podcast out soon. <laughs> Yeah. Think when it's a hobby and you loved it, because I do love doing it. I love talking to people about writing books and writing music. And yeah. I just, yeah, I love to, I love it. I love doing the podcast. Um, but it's kind of all the, all the stuff that you do sort of behind the scenes of the podcast, which takes up so much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really, hopefully next year, but I don't want to promise it in case it okay. doesn't happen. <laughs> okay, good. 
Alice, I just always love visiting with you. I hope you and your family are all staying safe. And I'm excited about the new song. I I appreciate you uh, reaching out to me and asking if I could promote it. I'm excited. And uh, it's, you know, hey, I got new Bruce music and I have new Alice Ashcroft music. There you go. And you don't have to pretend to be as excited about mine as about the new Bruce music. Uh, no, I did really love your song. It was nice. I, I will say it was um, it is kind of interesting. It's 71 years old. Uh, you know, Bruce puts out a new E Street Band album that is um, that is getting great reviews that people yeah. seem to love it. I've and, only listened to it a couple of times, but it is. I don't know. There's some sort of new maturity to it, which I and I don't mean that in a, you know, because he's old. I think like because <laughs> he's older than he was when he brought out. This, is this his 20th or like 20th it's around album, 20 album yeah. 20th album so yeah. yeah he's definitely got I don't mean age I mean the sort of maturity that comes from crafting songs the yes. way he has for so long I just yeah I really love it I think it's hard to tell which are going to be the classic songs that you take from the album but it's I don't know I just think it's oh yeah I just think it's really great so. no I, I, I agree with you and you know I thought the same thing like um I really like the power of prayer if I was a priest is one that that kind of speaks to me, but ghost and letter to you are all good. Um, yeah. And uh, I did have to, I laughed at someone on Twitter. Uh, there's a song house of a thousand guitars and someone tweeted that his wife said, don't get any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> like when he was playing the song. So that's good. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it and I appreciate it. Um, just thank you, my friend. I appreciate oh, you. Thank you so much. Anytime you need something, don't hesitate to reach out. You be safe. So um, tell, you, too. you know, Fergus, right? Yes, Fergus, my partner. <laughs> yeah, tell Fergus I said hey, and uh, and we will sometime, uh, if not by the end of this year, early next year, we'll have you a Doctor Who. I'll do a Doctor Let's Who. Let's do it. Interview. That'd All be right. amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank really you, Alice. It. All right. So Alice Ashcroft, Dungarees, out today on all your platforms. You can find it. Uh, go check it out and then tell her how much you love it. But for now, you stay safe. Remember to social distance. Uh, please wear an effing mask and be good to each other because it's a rough year and we all need some tenderness. For now, goodbye. Doing a podcast at times can be a one-way conversation, and I hate that. So please let me know what you like and don't like about the work I'm doing. You can reach the podcast via email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. The show is on Twitter, at setlustingbruce, and my personal Twitter is at jessejacksondfw. 
We have a website, www.setlessingbruce.com. From there, you can find links to other Springsteen podcasts, as well as other music-themed podcasts. We have a page devoted to our own SLB All-Star Band. These are guests who have been on the podcast more than three times. There is a link to our store where you can purchase Set Lessing Brew shirts, as well as a Mary Question t-shirt. There is a link to our Patreon page where you can sign up to help support the podcast financially. We have different levels and different rewards based on your support. If you don't have any extra cash, and right now who does, you can support the podcast by subscribing via your favorite podcast player and leaving us a review. The more reviews we have, the easier it is for people to find us. And please tell a friend about the podcast, especially if they love Bruce or music, because it will make a difference. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only. Set Listing Bruce. Set Bruce is part of the Southgate Media Podcast Group. The theme for Set Listing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.